0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here with a classic episode from the archives. Tides are fascinating phenomena, and the Earth's oceans aren't the only places where they're found. It turns out that the Earth's crust itself is subject to tides. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you earn your living on the ocean, you'd better know how to read a tide table. Around the world, most coastal communities witness sea levels rise and fall multiple times every day. The effect can be quite dramatic— On certain days, there's a 53-foot, thats 16-meter difference between the low and high tides in Canada's Minas Basin Inlet, for example. Working fishermen, divers, and ship captains must take fluctuations like these into account. For this reason, governments release tables that predict the heights of future tides for different corners of the oceans. Yet, unbeknownst to us, the ground beneath our feet experiences tides of its own— The phenomenon goes by many names, including land tides, crustal tides, earth tides, and, more specifically, solid earth tides. No matter what you call the process, it's caused by the same forces that generate our better-known oceanic tides. Tides are complicated beasts. They're the result of several different factors all working together. The most significant contributing forces are the gravitational pulls that the sun, moon, and the earth exert on one another. The sun actually has less influence over our tides than the moon does, despite being 22 million times larger. That's because the moon is so much closer to planet Earth. As such, on the surface of Earth, the moon's gravitational force is about 2.2 times stronger than the sun's. High ocean tides, at least in most parts of the world, happen twice a day. We experience one when the moon is overhead, and, counterintuitive as it may sound, a second high tide takes place when the moon is on the opposite side of Earth. Low ocean tides occur during the periods between these two points. The centrifugal force of our rotating planet helps account for this strange bulging effect. While this is happening, a similar cycle unfolds within the very crust of our planet. To a minuscule degree, the ground level itself rises and falls every day in accordance with the moon's whereabouts. We spoke with Duncan Agnew, a geophysicist at Scripps Institution of Oceanography at the University of California, San Diego. He said, the motion extends through the whole of the solid earth, not just the crust, but is largest at the surface. The earth is slightly elastic. Your naked eye is all that's required to watch the ocean tide come in and go out. However, it's straight up impossible to observe solid earth tides without using scientific instruments. At high tide, New York City can rise upward by 14 inches, that's about 36 centimeters. The Big Apple then falls by the same degree at low tide. A pedestrian standing in Times Square or the Bronx Zoo wouldn't notice any of this, though, because all of the buildings, trees, streets, and people in the five boroughs rise and fall in concert. Though that's just one example. Agnew says that the vertical motion at the surface varies from place to place. Some areas bulge and descend less dramatically than New York does. Other locales outperform the big city on that score. Okay, so far, we've focused on how the moon affects both solid earth and oceanic tides. But the sun should not be ignored in this discussion. Those who live in coastal areas are well aware of how solar activity can affect the strength of oceanic tides. When the sun aligns with the moon, the sea's high tides get higher and the low tides get lower. The exact opposite happens when those two celestial bodies are situated at right angles to one another, meaning the planet ends up with low-high tides and high-low tides. That cycle repeats itself every two weeks and is therefore known as the fortnightly cycle. On top of giving boaters headaches, it also affects solid earth tides— Nicholas van der Elst of the U.S. Geological Survey was the lead author of a 2016 study that investigated the link between the fortnight cycle, land tides, and seismic activity along California's San Andreas Fault. He said via email, When the Earth's crust flexes in the direction of the tidal pull, this puts a stress on any tectonic faults that cut through the rock. If the combination of the tidal stress and the pre-existing tectonic stress is just right, this can set off an earthquake." For that 2016 research effort, Van der Elst's group compared 81,000 San Andreas earthquakes. They found that the rate of low-frequency quakes increases right before the fortnightly cycle enters its solar-lunar alignment stage. But Californians shouldn't lose too much sleep over this news development. The earthquakes in question are too weak and occur too far below the planet's surface to cause any serious damage on the surface. Crustal tides, Van der Elst notes, are generally quote, far too small to matter for most faults. Nonetheless, the geologist has found that it's possible to observe a small but measurable influence in some locations, particularly in places like mid-ocean ridges. There are also special regions of the Earth's crust where fault lines appear to be astoundingly weak. These regions tend to be deep at the roots of subduction zone faults, like the faults that dive beneath Japan and the U.S. Pacific Northwest. Down there, some 12 to 18 miles or 20 to 30 kilometers beneath the planet's surface, faults create small-scale seismic tremors. Van der Elst said, the tides can have a very substantial effect on tremors, with tremor rates oscillating by up to 30 percent in phase with the tides. However, these tiny pseudo-earthquakes are totally undetectable by people and do not pose any hazard. Still, it's pretty fascinating. Oh, and hey, the ocean is not the only body of water that experiences its own tides. Lakes undergo them as well, but on a much smaller scale. For example, the mightiest tides on North America's Great Lakes are only 5 centimeters, that's 0.4 inches in height. Today's episode is based on the article, Rising Rock, Earth's Crust Has Its Own Tides Too, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Mark Mancini. Brain Stuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HouseToForks.com and is produced by Tyler Clang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip.